Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Here to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Every week, Wisconsin Music Podcast will be bringing you great information on what's happening in the Wisconsin music world. For our music-loving listeners, we'll bring you music that you haven't even heard of yet from unique and talented artists and hear about their journey so far. You'll either hear live performances of their songs or songs from their selected discography. For our musicians out there wondering what they can do to further their recognition, we'll be calling upon Wisconsin music businesses and organizations to enlighten you on what they're doing to help further your music journey. And now, here's your host, Zach. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week, we have two episodes for you, two short ones, but very much full of information. One of them is about the Kenosha Opera Festival, and the other one is about uh, the music down at the Racine Zoo, and the major event there is Animal Crackers. So let's jump right into it. Here is our first one with Kenosha Opera Festival. On this week of Wisconsin Music Podcast, we have Nick and Kayla of the KOF, which is the Kenosha Opera Festival. They were on last year talking about their festival and what happens during the summer for this. So we're, they're coming back on, telling us a little bit about what the Kenosha Opera Festival is, uh, for those that didn't listen to or weren't aware of the interview last year. And we're just going to hear from Nick and Kayla. So welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast again. Thank you. Thanks for having us back. So, for those listeners out there, why don't you just give them a little summary of what the Kenosha Opera Festival is? Yeah, so we are a summer opera festival here in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and uh, we produce a main stage opera every year, every uh, late July and early August. Uh, and we also do uh, recitals around town, outreach. We go out to uh, uh, markets where people might be doing their weekend shopping, uh, all kinds of places, and find people where they are. Show them that opera is not so snobby, not so stuffy, <laughs> and uh, hopefully bring them in, get them interested in what we're doing. Uh, and we always uh, make those shows that we do something fun and something that your average Joe could get into. So that's kind of our whole mission is to show people how enjoyable and normal opera really is. And we're also a nonprofit organization. So that's a big part of our mission that we're here for a community. We consider ourselves a grassroots organization uh, out of the need for fine arts here in our wonderful home city of kenosha mm-hmm. excellent excellent and so how do people get involved with the kenosha opera festival oh wow we man we've got a long list of people involved they come from all over uh, we do love to highlight all of our incredible local talent people that are coming from southeastern wisconsin our orchestra is almost completely local based um, our chorus members are local based um, and then our uh Principal singers are artistic staff, such as directors and conductors. They might come uh, from as close as uh, Wisconsin or Northern Illinois, and some as far as the West Coast, the East Coast, some from even out of the country. So we bring in some really incredible talent to our festival as well. We love that diversity and and the really cool uh, wide variety of backgrounds and talent that we're able to bring in. Wonderful. What is the date range for, you know, when do you guys start and I don't mean just for your performances, but when do you actually start getting it ready? And then kind of give us a, a timeline of getting it ready for the next season all the way through the end of the season. 
365 uh, job. Uh, we, you know, we plan all year long getting ready for the summer. Uh, so that means, you know, picking the repertoire, picking the show, um, getting our, our applications ready for, uh, you know, our, we have a, a group of um, Wisconsin-based fellows who we bring in and we teach them all about the opera industry and how to, how to have a successful career uh, in opera because it's a tough world out there for uh, opera singers. It's all freelance and, and you got to have a lot of skills and wear a lot of hats. So we teach them all about those things and we have to have that ready and line up all of the people that are going to come and teach them about you know, marketing or taxes or uh, whatever else, coaches to come. Uh, so we, we're pretty much working all the time. We did recently start our first intern for the summer. Um, and then our another intern, our other intern starts on the first. So things are heating up for us now. Uh, all the fellows start on the first and then the guest artists start arriving if they're not from here, uh, July 12th. So okay. it kind of just ramps up all year until the last performance. Then we all like collapse into bed and sleep for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> and then we start all over again. Yeah. Right, right. I hear ya. My next question then would be, where do you guys, because if I remember right, you guys perform at multiple different venues. So like what kind of venues did you guys perform at last year? Yeah, so we performed all around the community last year. Um, our home base last year was a lovely uh, arts collective establishment called the Kenosha Creative Space. Um, and in the off season, we actually moved locations and now our permanent home is in the Roadie Center for the Arts. It's a beautiful um, old theater, actually, originally an opera house. Awesome. The opera house, it was called. So we we absolutely love living here and having our office space here. That's where we are right now. Um, and we do all of our performances here and most of our rehearsals. But uh, we we do like to still get out there into the Kenosha community. So we are still doing our annual summer. We're going to be at Public Craft Brewing Company in downtown. That's a free event and beer. So always really fun. <laughs> it's a winner. We perform at the public market and the harbor market, which we love. We will sing the national anthem at a Kenosha Kingfish theme or the Kenosha Velodrome. Um, so we really like to get out there and have that presence. But we're really proud to also say that our home base these days is the Rody Center. It's, it's, it's home for us now. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, are you the only ones in there or are there other organizations a part of that theater? There are other organizations. So it's owned by a group called the Lakeside Players, their community theater here in Kenosha. And they do a lot of wonderful work, uh, straight theater, musicals, that sort of thing. And so we play on the same stage that they play on. They don't have their season in the summer. So it kind of works out for us to do our summer season here. Um, and then there's also Fleeing Artists. They're another uh, theater company that uh, does a lot of their work here. Um, they do a lot of Shakespeare work. Um, plays and things. I don't, they don't do musicals. Either. That's right. We uh, Playing artists um, does a lot of straight theater and they, they really like to focus on the classics and they've really made Summer Shakespeare kind of a staple here in Kenosha with their programming. Yeah, so it's so cool we, to be part of a little community here. So it's really right. nice. We have a wonderful symbiotic relationship with all of those organizations. It's a really nice family here. That's good. That's good. It's good to know that where you're, where you're housing your, your headquarters basically is very fundamental to everything that you're doing as well. Because you guys can kind of like branch off each other a little bit. It's not just a hub for us. It's really a hub for everything arts, yeah. which we love. I also love that, you know, we alluded to the history a little bit. But, I mean, there's, a, there's actually a book you can buy on the history of this theater. And it's just really cool to be in such an old opera theater. You know, who'd have thunk here in little Kenosha that there would be something like that. But there is. And it's cool. It feels, it's nice to feel rooted and connected uh, to the history like that. The first ever performance here was an opera. 
Very awesome. So the next thing is, if someone wanted to get involved with the Kenosha Opera Festival, how would they go about doing that? So there's a few ways, uh, depending on what you want to do and depending on your, you know, what you're used to doing. If you're a musician or maybe you do some theater tech or you just are, you know, a regular old, uh, you know, working stiff in the community and you just want to help out somehow or other. We've got a place for you, no matter who you are. Um, you know, we need people for the chorus and the orchestra, tech people to come and do backstage things with us and be part of that team. Uh, you know, there's also opportunity for just regular old volunteerism. If you want to come and help represent us at events or, uh, you know, if you like talking to the public, you want to meet more people, it's a great way to do that. So we always have, if you want to get involved, there's always a place for you here. Um, we, we really take anybody that's interested. It's great. And how would they get in contact with you? contact form on our website so feel free to visit the website and fill out the contact form uh, and we'll be in touch with you right away like nick said we just love having people reach out connect with us and build our network and, and build our team of people that care about what we're doing and, and reach in our community and for your performances why don't you kind of give the listeners kind of a list of what you did last year and then if you want if you have it ready um what you're going to do this season Oh boy, do we have it ready? <laughs> We're sure ready. So how about I break down last year and then you can talk about this year. So uh, last year our was, was our inaugural season. It was our first live season. Um, we had intended to do something live a little sooner than that, but you know, that COVID, you know, gets a right. little in the way, but we were really proud to launch last year with um, the, the Daughter of the Regiment um, was our main stage production. We also did nearly 20 other additional events, including uh, free and ticketed events throughout our community. We also launched our fellowship program last year. So we have a lot to be proud of last year as our foundational year and the building blocks towards what we have to announce for this summer. How about a segue like that? <laughs> Everyone in the world should be so lucky. Uh, so, so that was last year. We're very proud of it. And this year we're continuing on. The fellowship is going strong. We have a new batch of fellows, one returning fellow, which mm -hmm. we're very excited about. Uh, but some new ones as well. And actually, last year, their main performance was a scenes concert. Uh, we tried to, you know, like I said, this is about them and their career and making opportunities for them uh, and less about the festival itself. Well, the scenes concert was great, but we just found we were working so hard to give them portions of operas, roles that they could put on their resume that we said, well, we should just do an opera. So that's what we're doing. Uh, that's kind of our second uh, main product this season. It's uh, Orfeo ed Eridice uh, by Gluck, Orpheus, if you know the old Greek myth. Um, and uh, they're going to they're gonna do that show themselves. So it's really wow. exciting. Yeah, it's cool. It's a black box production, but it's going to be uh, sung as a full production uh, in terms of, you know, like a it's like a feature length performance. And uh, yeah, it'll be uh, lightly costumed, lightly setted, and uh, the fellows, of course, will be fully uh, nailing it. They're going to be great. Um, uh, so that's really exciting. And that's kind of our, our B item. The main stage opera is the uh, Barber of Seville, or Il Gabriele di Sevilla. And uh, people will know this one, even if they don't know that they know it. This is the one with uh, Bugs Bunny did a lot to this. Um, <laughs> everybody knows the overture to Barber. Right. Everybody knows the Figaro, Figaro, Figaro moment. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff that people will actually know when they come and see this show. And it's a comedy, so it's very, very fun. Sung in Italian, but with translations projected. Uh, and actually, the whole thing is really exciting, too. We're doing it with orchestra. Um, we have Ksenia uh, Lulukina coming back to conduct. Wonderful, wonderful uh, conductor. She's out of Florida these days. 
uh, Greg Eldridge is coming back to stage direct, and he's a, a major, major stage director in the opera world. He's worked, uh, he's from Australia, but he's worked there in Europe, uh, here in the States, uh, in San Francisco, uh, around. He worked at the Royal Opera House Covent Garden, the Queen's Own Opera House in London. Um, and so he's a big deal guy. We're very excited to have him back. <laughs> Uh, and then also we have a cast of wonderful people, some local. Uh, Janice Tentico is a local uh, a county area uh, soprano, and she's going to sing the role of Berta. We have from Sarasota, Florida, another uh, bass baritone named Alex Boyd, who's coming. He's wonderful. Um, Stacy Murdoch coming out of Portland. Um, we've got from upstate New York, uh, Edith Grossman. Uh, from Chicago, Max Hosmer is our tenor. He's going to... Give us a lot of fireworks. And then the man himself, Figaro, uh, his name is Hee Sung Chang. He's actually from South Korea. Okay. Uh, so he's coming uh, a long way to come and uh, give us a, a really great show. And I actually heard him when I was down in Florida. He was singing on the Young Artist Program there. And he sounds like a million bucks. They all do. Yeah. Uh, so it's just really exciting. The kind of singing in the show is just like fireworks the okay. whole time. So if you've ever been watching one of those like competition shows, America's Got Talent or American Idol or something, and the, the one person comes out and sings something stunning that's opera, mm-hmm. it's like that the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, move out of the way, Susan. It's really, uh, <laughs> it's, really <laughs> it's really, really exciting. Besides all that, we have recitals, uh, three main ones. There's a master class with the fellows. Uh, that brewer recital we talked about at uh, Public Craft Brewing, which is a ton of fun. We kind of let our hair down at that. It's a lot of songs about drinking, songs about body, our most body humor, you know, all the kind of stuff. You can have a beer and just have fun. And then we also have the guest artist recital, which is a chance to see all those people from the main stage opera right up close. Yeah. It's, it's really a lot of fun at that recital too. So excellent. Yeah. So obviously the dates and times or everything are on your, on your website, but um, for the, the highlights, when is Orpheus and when is Barbara Seville? Great question. So Orfeo uh, is July 22nd and 23rd. And then Barbo, Barber starts the following weekend, which is the 29th and the 31st. And we are doing a second weekend this year Woo-hoo! due to much requests and demand. So we are also performing August 4th and the 6th. We're very excited to be doing Barber for two weekends this year. Excellent. And um, what are the ticket ranges for, for these performances? Great. So um, first of all, we'd like to definitely plug our season ticket. Um, And that gets you into everything and not just gets you into everything, but it also uh, gets you preferential seating at all of these events. So there's amazing, you know, top level seating reserved just for you. And it's a 15% discount than if you bought all of those tickets separately. So that season ticket runs at $65. I know it's (laughs) really, really, really affordable. We like to really uh, make that accessible to people. And then, um, the standard ticket to Barber is $30, and then we also offer senior and student pricing. And uh, Orfeo is $15, also with senior and student pricing underneath that as well. And then for the other performances that you have, are those ticketed prices as well? Yeah, the guest artist recital is also ticketed starting at $18 and, and going down from there, depending on senior and student pricing. The masterclass is ticketed. That brewery recital is free. I love to plug that one. If you're somebody who's like a little unsure about opera, this is such a phenomenal way to break into it and just get your feet a little bit wet in some of this repertoire and some of this environment and what we like to deliver that fun opera experience. Um, And that one is completely free. And what's the date for that one? 
That is July 20th, 5 p.m. at Public Craft Brewing Company in downtown Kenosha. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. So listeners, go and enjoy some great opera while you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all going to be drinking. That's, that's my favorite event. I'm not supposed to say that, but it is. <laughs> Awesome. So we've talked about your what the Kenosha Opera Festival is all about, your performances, your inauguration from last year, your ticket prices, some dates. What is the website address? Sure. It's KenoshaOperaFestival.com. Uh, Very so it's easy. Just our name.com. Easy to remember, hopefully. And check us out also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find us on all of those platforms as well. At Kenosha Opera Festival. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything that I haven't covered yet that you guys want to talk about? That covers a lot of it. <laughs> we're excited. You know, honest to God, we're just excited to get going. It's all of those things are kind of the top level things. But for instance, if you come out to the public market or the harbor market, you might catch us. We'll get performances there. Come out to a Kenosha Kingfish game. You might hear us do the anthem or the bike races at the Kenosha Velodrome. All kinds of fun things where we just sort of like to peek our little head up. We're like a little, you know, like a little gopher. <laughs> <laughs> just peek up and say hi and, and try to catch as people as we can. So, um, yeah, we've got all of our top line things that are important to us, but it's just always a blast uh, when we do one of these. It's just a summer full of good fun and getting out there with the folks and, and, and having a good time. So we're excited for it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people that are close enough to get it within striking distance to come out here can check us out and have be a part of some of that fun. Um, yeah, it's, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot that we don't want people to miss. We we really got a jam-packed month and a week or so. So um, there's a lot happening here. If you're in Kenosha anytime in the next month, month and a half, we want you to check us out. Um, I always tell people, you know, challenge yourself. Check us out. I think you're going to be blown away by what you see and what you hear. And what you think you know about opera might not be what you really do know about opera. <laughs> <laughs> very cool very nice so everybody all listeners out there go check out the kenosha opera festival go to their website kenoshaoperafestival.com now before i let you guys go i know a lot of date you know a lot of times these days people want to see content on social media and everything and we know that with licensing and stuff like that it's really hard for you guys to post your performances up on uh, social media but but is there anything that's online that can people can kind of get a glimpse of what you do Oh, oh yeah, yes. for sure. So if you go to our website, you'll find two media sections. One is our uh, YouTube uh, shows. We have two. One is a little longer form kind of explainer style video called Scorekeeping. Uh, we do those about every month. And then we have another one called Fun Facts. It's a little short, one minute YouTube short format thing. So you can check all of those out, learn all about opera. We also have a music section where... Mm -hmm. Some things we've produced uh, independently. Our first season, we did a lot of digital stuff. That's all up there. Uh, so you can check us out still. And actually, it's one of the benefits of classical music that slightly less often we get. Uh, <laughs> we don't always get uh, nabbed with the uh, copyright strike. So we still do get that, but <laughs> not as much as, you know, some poor band that's doing a cover of something that's currently on a label, you know. Right, it's right. Keeping is just awesome. Um, because it's a great connection to a lot of modern context pieces mm. and how opera is somehow connected to that. So if you want to learn how sea shanties are connected to opera <laughs> or what opera you might have heard in really popular cartoons, like mm -hmm. we already mentioned Bugs Bunny, yes. you're going to find out all about that and more on our scorekeeping episodes. Fantastic. Nick and Kayla, 
I don't have any other questions I can think of for you. Um, I know we've already discussed everything. So, listeners, go and check out the Kenosha Opera Festival. You will not be disappointed. So thank you guys for being on again and hopefully I'll be able to check out one of your performances this summer and maybe I'll come and meet up with you guys at the brewery hangout thing. Yes. I would love to see you. Oh, there. you better, man. Oh, I hope so. That would be so much fun. Yes. That would be fun. Yeah. Public is a hangout for oh, sure. So fun. Very cool. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go. Thank you again for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast and listeners, go and check them out. Oh, thank you so much for having us back. Thanks for us hope to see you all uh, this summer so i hope you go and check out some of their great performances from the kenosha opera festival i know i'm definitely gonna do my best to get out there and do at least one of their performances and definitely the brouhaha that they're having coming up later this summer don't forget there is two episodes this week so make sure you check out the other one the one from the racine zoo of animal crackers and the other events happening down there thanks a lot everybody Hope you had a great 4th of July, and we'll hear you next week.